Rockin' Randall here. What you're about to hear is a clip from our latest Sweet Treat mini-sode, which is accessible via the $5 tier of our Patreon. The episode in which we sort through some of our favorite and least favorite characters from King's Dominion was actually pitched by you, constant listeners. So if you want to hear the whole thing, or even pitch your own idea for an upcoming mini-sode, join us at patreon.com slash thebarons. That's T-H-E-B-A-R-R-E-N-S. Long days and pleasant nights. We're here. We're in the (laughs) 70s. This is the beginning of Stephen King. And I want to know, what are your favorite and least favorite characters? And I'm going to start with Rock and Randall because we're in a rockin' era. Well... (laughs) I've, uh, I've talked a lot about this character over uh, the course of the podcast, and so my favorite, I don't think it's a huge surprise for me to say that uh, I think the character I'm most uh, fascinated with and drawn to and repelled by is uh, Harold Lauder from The Stand. Mm. Uh, I've talked mm. a lot about um, how I find him a very prescient character, and I find him a very um, uh, terrifying character, and also one of the characters who I think has one of the most defined arcs of the book. Uh, one that I find uh, fairly moving, especially like when I read it as an adult. Um, uh, there's a lot of characters, especially in my reread, I sort of realized that, um, you know, as much as I like a character like Stu, and as much as I like, you know, Glenn, I think like, their arcs aren't as well defined. Like, they're characters that serve very strong purposes, but, you know, when it comes to, like, a beginning, middle, and end of a character, I'm really drawn to Harold. And also, I just think the modern resonances really work. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, do we want to... Do I want me to... Should I say both? My yeah, least I think, favorite we, I think we go favorite? with both. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a good question, and I was thinking about it a lot, and um, I think... I mean, because I can't just say Charlie and Rage, right? Like... That's too easy. Yeah. So I think I would have, have to, to change s- my answer then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I figured, I figured everyone had Charlie. <laughs> well, yeah, like I figured just to mo- switch things up a little bit. I'll say that uh, for as much as I absolutely love the long walk and I think it's uh, it's a great book. I got to say, I was never a big fan of Stebbins, mm. uh, who mm-hmm. is the sort of mysterious walker, uh, a little too opaque, a little too, um, you know, smirky for my for my liking. And I also think sort of, uh, you know, his his uh, collapse near the end. I've never really understood or bought. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm going to throw him in there. But uh, I'd, I'd put a lot of the other characters um, in that story right up there with uh, my favorite characters. So, yeah, I think that's uh, I'll kick it off with that. All right, I like it. I like it. I'm uh, I'm doing a little uh, groovy dance, shake a groove thing, shake a groove <laughs> thing, and I'm uh, handing it over to Jen. All right, for the '70s, my favorite character. This was hard because these are some of my favorite of his um, novels, but I picked Wendy Torrance for Ooh. my favorite of the '70s, and I just love her so much. I think um, partially, I like her almost like in defiance of the movie adaptation you know I just love how developed she is and strong she is in the book and um, I always picture Rebecca De Mornay now when I read that book and I just from the um, Mick Garris adaptation yeah and I just love her I think I, I think she's been done wrong and I think she kind of she rises above it in a way that makes me really happy so it is um, it is fitting that today is Shelley Duvall's birthday though. So um, oh yeah, that's while right. it's not to Mornay's, um, I right. you know, but yeah, so it is uh, fitting. So it's, it's fitting that you would say, uh, you know, Wendy yeah. Torrance there. But yeah, and I will say my problems with um, 
Wendy in Kubrick's movie are not because of Shelley Duvall. Oh, I yeah, think no, she's fantastic. No. Yeah. And that's that's a longer conversation for another day, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my least favorite, this was another hard one because I feel like this is where so many of the like really clearly evil characters are. Um, but I picked Margaret White for my least favorite character. Oh, um, wow. And I think Stephen King writes a lot of like religious, like people who use religion for evil. And she kind of is the epitome of that. And I think um, I, I just hate her. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, yeah. <laughs> she certainly gets under my skin. I, I Religious zealots are always uh, terrifying. Um, yeah. Yeah. And this was hard because like there are so many gross characters like Charlie Decker would and I, I like, well, there are some others, but I don't want to steal anybody else's answers. But like, I was trying to think like, which ones really stand him out in my mind as like, if I could punch someone in the face, it would be this person. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think that's a fair way to look at it, to be honest. It's kind of how I did uh, yeah. for my own chances. But um, Dan, go for it. Um, before I, I go into it, I do want to say oh, no, there's here we a go. Google group <laughs> called Huey Lewis Pissing in Shortcuts. That was created <laughs> June 8th of 1996, and it has a ton of responses of people trying to figure this out. Let me just read this really quick. It starts off, does anyone know whether that was really Huey letting loose that long golden stream of piss and shortcuts <laughs> in a full frontal nude scene, the likes I've never seen before in a movie not rated X? Roger, he says Roger, not Robert. Roger Altman tries to put something there for everyone. Give me your comments. And then everyone actually finds an interview that says it was not him really peeing because mm. the amount of oh. takes involved, he wouldn't be able to pee that much. So it's some kind of fake penis and rig. Um, so anyway, and I, 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 there's a lot there. It's, it's very thorough. So How many takes do you need of a guy pissing? I know. I don't know. Hey, man. Hey, uh, you know, Robbie Altman, uh, <laughs> known for a lot of takes. I'm, all right. So for, for the best, uh, I think it's, a, I mean, I, I figured we'd have a few people using this book because I do think it's, even though it's not my favorite King book, I do think it's the strongest cast of characters. I have to go with uh, in, Inspector Lawrence Underwood from The Stand mm. uh, for similar reasons, uh, like Randall was saying with his character, just the, the journey we see him go on. I love that you think he could really go either way pretty much up until he gets to the Boulder Free Zone, which we see more in the book than the movie, I think. I think in the movie you, you figure out he's oh, yeah. good pretty right off the bat. But I still love that. I love that he's a musician. I, I, I love picturing Bruce Springsteen when I'm reading it. Um, even the illustrations, he looks a lot like that. I like that, um, going back and rereading it, you get the idea that he wasn't going to be... I don't think he was going to be a rock and roller on the level of someone like Springsteen. I think he would have been more of like a Huey Lewis or like a Richard Marks or something like that. Like successful, mm-hmm. but I, I, I... Or like a Glenn Frey almost, you know, like his soul material. Yeah, I, I, Glenn Frey, like a Frey, it's Frey, right? Yeah, Glenn, I, think, like, I think it's Frey. I don't know. I've heard it say Frey. Spring, Spring, I saw Springsteen in concert the day after Glenn Frey died... And he covered Take It Easy, and he said Frey, and I'm guessing oh, okay. he knew him. It's he, Frey, then. He knew yeah. him, so I, I'm guessing Frey, but I don't know. I, I've got to rewatch uh, History of the Eagles. I think, I think it is fair to, like, see him more as, like, a Frey, especially with, like, what they're talking about, his sound, you know? Yeah. I, I just don't yeah, really get, see that with Bruce as much. It's like that Blue-Eyed Soul thing, um, which I know is kind of a, a problematic term, but I, I think it was a, one that was used in the 80s, and just being, like, this kind of... Sit, like almost like pop rock, pop rock kind of thing, and they talk yeah. about in the book how he maybe has a couple good songs on his album Pocket Savior. Everything about Larry to me just feels super well defined. I love that he's flawed, but he's still really charismatic. Um, yeah, I just think he is nuanced in a way that uh, that really speaks to the stand as a whole. For my least favorite, uh, you know, I had Charlie from Rage, but I, I feel like I, I you you all are right. It is kind of. A-